How could a young performer in anything, anything, be foolish enough to think they know it all? Well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to 80% Mental Extras. Think of this as the bonus features on the DVD or the ITV2 spin-off show. Sometimes when we're recording, the conversations can go on a little bit longer than anticipated, and we have to cut some of that stuff out to get the episode down to a reasonable length. But rather than waste all of that material, what we decided to do was to package it all up and present it as almost a mini podcast episode. So these extra bits are from episode two, where we met with Professor Dave Collins and asked him whether or not there's such a thing as a winning mindset, and if so, how do we get one? So these are just some of the extra bits that didn't quite make the main episode. It worries me, this is not being rude about anybody, that someone thinks they can come out of a master's degree and go, great, I'm a performance psychologist. Sign up here, please. Here's my website. Where you go. Because unless they've got lots and lots of life experience or unless they're a really, really skilled intellect, I'm not sure they'll have the capacity to do that. I don't even think two years of supervised experience necessarily helps them to do that. Um, I'm, I have the great pleasure of working with some very, very talented, they're all younger, but then they would be, wouldn't they? Because anybody older would be dead. Um, some really, really talented young guys. And they all challenge the heck out of me. My daughter worse than anybody else. And so they should. And by gosh, I learn from it. Sometimes I win, usually <laughs> they do. But that's okay, because it's always about there's more than one answer. Okay, so I really resonate with this idea of, like, if you find somebody who is certain, you know, run away as fast as you can. How does a young practitioner who can only be certain, because they only know one thing, and a phrase I, I often use is... Uh, if you've got one hammer, every problem looks like a nail. Um, how can a young practitioner or a young coach who's certain and has been given an approach bring doubt into their approach and still remain confident enough to deliver and still remain uh, you know, able to sell their services where they need to sell them but still retain a doubt in what they do? Th th those two views are very juxtaposed. Uh, any thoughts on that, Dave? How can a young performer in anything, anything, be foolish enough to think they know it all? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, <laughs> God, God, no, I wouldn't be surprised. But that's my point. Yeah? yeah. Um, I, 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 had the I had the pleasure to go through officer training. And the first thing they said, when we go out, you go out to your first troop, your first platoon, listen to your troop sergeant. Your sergeant will say, don't be a silly fellow, sir, or words to that effect. There'd be an F in there somewhere. Um, you know, and, and, and he would be responsible for training you through. And, and you recognise that and you listen to that and hands up, made lots of mistakes, actually got the scars, yeah, but learn from them. You have to have the confidence that you know enough that you can help someone. But if, you have to, if you're overconfident that you think you know all the things that will help that person, then you're a twit. Hmm. And you should be removed uh, from the scenario. See, I, yeah, you have to know what you know, but you have to have a feeling and understanding for knowing what you don't, and understanding the complexity and being able to look at that complexity is 
the essential precursor. See, now, Dave, I'm going to disagree with you there because when I came out of my master's, I knew it all. It's just that now I know more as well. <laughs> but you see, that's the thing. I love it. There's another, another American comedian said, it's amazing how much your parents learn whilst you're away at university. You leave to go to university and they're complete tossers. <laughs> when you tell them to come back, you know what you do. They're all right. They've learned quite a bit. <laughs> Mate, it's, it is perspective. You know, I've, I've, I've got five kids and they all think I'm a twit and that's okay. Yeah. But it, 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 it's a case of looking and going. If I, it, it, as a parent, I want to bring my children up to be confident, but aware. As a performance psychologist supervisor, I want to bring my supervisees up to be confident, but aware. And I want to say to them, that's a great idea. I don't want to say, no, don't do it like that. Okay. Yeah, I want to say, no, I love that. I think that's a really good idea. How about some alternatives? It depends. It's a very nice term. Several of my Twitter buddies have, um, have, have questioned me. Into it. It's a very good term. It's the simplest but most complicated term in terms of coaching you will ever see. How can anybody question it? Of course it depends. Of course there are different ways of doing things. Of course there are. And of course those things need to be. Because, we, you know, the three of us have sat here. And I think if there's, there's one thing we would all agree on in, in, in nanoseconds, it's the complexity of the environment that we work in. Yeah, it's bloody complicated. You need to know a lot. You need to, to, to think about it a lot. There's a lot to it. And, and it's important to do that, Pete, Hugh, for me. I want people who recognise. Look, it is, I want, I want someone's Olympics, someone's World Championships, someone's county competition, you know, whatever it is, I want it to be the best event it possibly can for them. That's my job to make it the best event I possibly can for them, yeah? They deserve my complete and utter focus. They can, they deserve me doing the best job I possibly can for them, yeah? Whether they're going to stop, they're just a carter and they're going to stop when they're 12 or whether they go all the way to F1, whatever it, whatever it is, I need to give them as much as I possibly can. They deserve that. So we need to look at each other as professionals and say, are we giving 110% to our clients? Or are we giving them 60% and getting lots of page numbers? Yeah. Or sales for ourselves. Dave, have you ever in your applied work just completely and utterly just messed up? And if so, can you give us, without breaking confidentiality, can you give us a, an idea of what happened and what you might do differently uh, now, any examples of that, that that spring to mind? I think I've never completely messed up. I've certainly done some things where afterwards, uh, not as a performance psychologist, by the way, I've done it in the rest of life, <laughs> lots and lots and lots of times. Um, but, uh, <laughs> my first wife, my second wife, no, 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 no. no. But as a performance psychologist, um, thank goodness, no, I don't think I've ever, you know, really, really messed up. I've certainly made mistakes and I've certainly gone afterwards. Oh my gosh, I wish I'd done it this way. Or I wish I hadn't said that. Yeah. At that time. Um, and it's mostly been, it's mostly been a failure to do what I really, really work hard with my supervisees. And when I was a teacher educator, my, my trainee teachers on, which is playing consequences. If I do this, 
then what will happen, then what will happen, then what will happen, then what will happen. Okay? Gosh. Done. So if I haven't played consequences enough and I've done something, go, oh, no, don't do that. That's, that's I think, most, you know, mo most of the things. Fortunately, um, or luckily, or a bit of both, I've managed to go, whoops, wrong step there, rewind, have a go, put it back together again. I can, I can think of um, encouraging an athlete to do a certain, to do, to do an, a technical point, which her coaches were encouraging her to do, but she felt like I was coaching her. And afterwards I went, I'm really sorry. I was, you know, just, yeah, but fair enough. I can, I can understand that. Yeah, I think at the time the relationship was broken because I was trying to drive the athlete to what she said she wanted to do, but that was a mistake. Do you have a favorite moment in sports? And is there a psychological lesson or a message that you can take from, from, from that moment? So it might be something that you've uh, been involved in or it might be just something that you've seen or watched on television. I have several. Christina Hurugu had been, to my mind, completely unfairly castigated and cut for a year for missed tests at a time when there were actually footballers who had taken out court injunctions to prevent them being named as having um, lost three tests. She came back and she won the gold medal at the World Championships in Osaka 2007. I was in floods of tears. I couldn't have been happier for her. Big moment. I remember, I remember watching that, actually. And what, what, what to you is the psychological lesson or message that, that kind of underpins that? Is that about bouncing back or is that about, I, I don't know, you tell me. It's about bouncing back. It's about having, it's about having confidence. It's about staying in the, we, we, say in, we say in rugby, or at least I used to as a rugby coach, stay in the arm wrestle. Stay in the arm I wrestle. I like that. I think it's, it also says about uh, your, your involvement and, and actually connection with the athlete that it meant so much to you as well. I, mate, I was the performance director, uh, but I, I have to say, I never for a moment thought this might save my job. <laughs> it just didn't occur. <laughs> I was, I mean, I can remember, I mean, as a bad sign, I can remember um, the guys going off too early at the Beijing Olympics in the men's 4 by one and the girls trying to hand over a baton with two Jamaicans in the same lane, yeah? <laughs> and you know, like when you're in a car crash and everything goes slow, and you feel sick in the pit of your stomach. Two moments, yeah? That's the joy of sport. But I can honestly say, I can honestly say, I was gutted for the athletes. you enjoyed those extra bits from our episode of 80% Mental. Please do subscribe wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget, you can get in touch either via our website, www.80percentmental.com. Don't forget, 80% Mental is all words. Or you can tweet us at EPM Podcast. And if you can think of other people that might be interested in what we have to say on 80% Mental, please do share on your social media or just tell people that you heard something interesting and maybe direct them to our podcast. Thank you very much for listening and I will see you next time. Well, I'll see you because it's a podcast.